I've been I've been listening to uh, Friends at the Table. Yeah. And like the first three episodes, they include the bit where they're like, "All right, let's sync up all of our recordings." Mm-hmm. And they go three, two, two. one, clap, clap. But like it's f- like six different people clapping across several states and also the Atlantic Ocean. Um, <laughs> so the claps are like every time. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't really work as uh, a sync up. It's very point. bad. It's not a sync point. Yeah, and then they're also just on Skype. <laughs> so bad. Okay. Okay, uh, let's start the goofs in... What time is it? 7.27. Okay. What's the time code? Yeah, time code. You want the time code? Yeah, give me the time code. Um, let's see, do I have that? Uh, no. Okay. Well, the goofs got the bar it is that's not very helpful oh no that's useful uh, bar 28 it's the bar and the tempo is yeah, what is the tempo of this podcast the tempo of the podcast is 120 beats per minute that's average that's it's average four four yeah can you make it 711 yeah hold on let me change the meter here uh seven. Oh no 11 that uh i, I hope that it, it didn't like it it went back to four four Okay, well that happens. Anyhow. Uh, no, wait. It changes at the beginning of this recording. So it's in 4-4 and then, yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm Bob. I'm Quinn. Uh, <laughs> we do a show. We, You're listening to it. It's got a name. I always kind of laugh when people who do podcasts are always talking about the stuff going on in the background with the recording and all the, the inside baseball podcasts. Um, we just did that and... I just wanted to point out the fact that I know we did that. In- and inside baseball podcast? In po- inside, like the behind the scenes, the, the, the parting. The parting of the kimono? Yes, to borrow a McElroyism. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, I don't yeah, know we th- did that. I don't know that I like it or not, but we did it. Well, here's the thing: if we hate anything, uh, we uh, we are we furiously edit all of these. <laughs> you can tell. You can uh, tell anything we don't want people to hear. They don't. Furious editing, yeah. Meticulous. What happens? Uh, anyhow, the plot of the show. Bob watches things. He tells me the names of them. I guess what they are. Uh, eight times out of eleven, we make each other laugh. I get really close to eight times out of eleven, huh? Yeah. That is a fraction that does not reduce. Eight out of eleven seems really high. That I don't get them right. Oh, that you don't get them right. Yeah, no, but I get incredibly close. No, that's close. still really high, either <laughs> yeah. way you slice that. Get, get fucked. All right. Let's do it. Let's do the damn thing. Okay. Let's get in it. Well, we're going to start off with uh, our new starting thing, Quinn. Quinn, uh, I want you to tell me what's going on with uh, Abuela. Please tell me yeah, 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 about yeah. Abuela, her grandkids. What she? What is she up to? Uh, this week, her episode is called and uh, for all those that you don't know this is uh quinn guessing what madoka magica is yeah this is my uh, episode two my week by week recap of what actually happens in hit television show uh abuela maggie madoka magica <laughs> abuela maggie madoka magica yes yes uh this week the episode is called that would be truly wonderful so uh at the end of the last episode um uh, the whole gang uh, sort of really rallied around Maggie 
uh, Abuela Maggie uh, and was like, you know what, we, we do accept you for being a very old magical girl. Um, which There's was, no age on magical girl. As long as you're, yeah, you're a female, yeah. you or can be magic. You can be a you can be a boy and a magical girl. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. No Which, gender. There's no. Yeah, magical girl is a genderless like thing. It's just, it's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um. So they're like, you know what? We we accept you. Thank you for joining our enclave of spiritual protectors. And uh, Abuela Maggie is like, fuck yes, except in an old lady voice. So it would be like, that's lovely. <laughs> Um, so, like, this, it's interesting, because, like, the first episode was pretty, like, dramatic, uh-huh. but, like, the second episode is way more just, like, getting to know, like, how Maggie fits in with all of the different, because there's seven in her clique. Yeah. There's seven different people, and I'm not going to go into them, because the show does, and you'll have to watch the what show. What colors are they? Because everyone, like, every magical girl, they've all got different colors. Yeah, they've all got different, like, Themes. Yeah. Um, and these magical girls are all actually, uh, they're sort of continent-based. Continent-based. Yeah, so, yeah, for all the seven continents. Yeah. And uh, uh, Abu- like, Abuela Maggie. Which, which continent is she? I want you to guess. Oh, wait, because, wait, Because I know which one she is. So, so there, is she the seventh being added in now? Or did they? They didn't have a no. Seven? She is. She is new, new number seven because they had. They had six. Uh-huh. She was. She was number seven. Um, my guess is she's gonna be Oceania. That's the part. It's like Australian shit, and then like then like. Hey Bob. Yeah. You got it in one. Yes. <laughs> That's this. This isn't a goof right now. I was thinking. Just I had the word Australia come across my <laughs> eyes. In, like, uh, a very wonderful robot boy fashion. So, anyhow, yeah, so she has been chosen to be the protector of um, all things Australian. Well, Australia um, and, like, and a, that's, it also includes, like, uh, yeah, parts New, of Indonesia. New Zealand and, uh, and all of the Micronesian. Yeah, all um, that stuff. Yeah. So, she... Th- and that's, like, the basis of her powers, which you don't actually get to see in this episode. Like, in the previous one, like, yeah. sh- when she did her transformation, she hooked, a, like, a, just a big old boomerang. Just, and sure. just uh, hit that octopus real This is hard. much more of the exposition, here's what it means to be a magic yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. So, like, um, you know, she, she spends time with all of them and, like, gets to know them. And uh, at one point she was like, would you girls like me to bake you some cookies? And they were like, "Ah, that would be very wonderful. Or whatever the fuck the title of the episode was. They say the title. <laughs> that's, the, that's the great thing about Abuela Maggie Madoka Magica. You know that when you read the title, they're gonna say the line at some point. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, there's not any fighting. There's not any action to speak of. There is a really intense, like, uh, Abuela Maggie, like, slips in the kitchen scene. Oh, okay. But... Uh, it's okay. It, like, like, like she, she's fine. Yeah, they do like that dramatic to... reversal where it's like, oh no, oh my gosh! But it's, it's just then it's, it's for laughs. She's, it's a goof. Yeah, yeah. she totally got it. Yeah, she's yeah. good. Yeah, no, uh, but re- really kind of a cute, a cuter episode. Got it. Great. Sounds like can't wait to see what happens with Maggie next week. Excited um, about it. Uh, spoiler alert: There's a spaghetti party. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to hear about it, Quinn. All right. <laughs> Now, are you, are you ready, Quinn? And I'm finding that I, I like to sort of start these um, with 
a question. Uh, I think that worked well last time we did it with uh, "Is this a zombie?" Yeah. So I yeah. have another. Yeah. I have another question for you, Quinn. I've got an answer. Uh, and that question is: Haven't you heard? I'm Sakamoto. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? That that question again is: what? Haven't you heard? Question mark. I'm Sakamoto. Sakamoto, one word, one man's name. One man's name, yes. Please tell me you've heard of here's, Sakamoto. Here's the thing about Sakamoto. Have you heard of Sakamoto? Haven't you heard, Quinn? I haven't. I have never heard of Sakamoto. <laughs> uh, so the quest, the answer to the question is, uh, sadly, no. Um, Quinn. Yeah, I know. He's offended, and so are you. Yeah. Um... I'm a little offended. But if I were to guess what this boy's show is about, um, the the indignancy with which he asks, haven't you heard? I'm Sakamoto, leads me to believe that he is not important whatsoever. It's sure. It's like a thing that he says that's like, I, I'm one of the uh, fancy boys, the, the the Hamilton fancy boys. We wear nice <laughs> pants. Um, he's got really nice pants. You're, you're yeah sure of that. The nice. Well, pants. yeah, he's he's like a pretender to a throne. Uh, oh, okay. He's everyone in the movie Anastasia that wasn't actually Anastasia. <laughs> That's my guess. Is that he's um, he's out for fame. Mm-hmm. He's out for glory. Sure. Um, probably, uh, certainly, someone else's fame slash glory uh, that he has no right, no right whatsoever to ask such a question of anybody. Yet he yeah, he does all the yeah, time, and everyone's yet, like, "I don't fucking yet know that's, who you are." Yeah, he goes to like the bagel shop, and he's like, "Give me your finest bagel," and they'll be like, uh, "That's two twenty-five," and he'll be like, oh, "Haven't you haven't heard? you heard? I'm Sakamoto." Uh, because for some reason, rich people demand free shit. Yeah, it's like, I'm rich. I shouldn't I, have to pay. I, I that makes, don't you know? That makes absolute zero fucking sense. No, if anything, it's like, oh, you're rich? Oh, well, you're this, rich? This yeah, bagel, no, it's a $20 bagel. Yeah, this, this Eat is a, my whole butt. We're going to put a lot of cool stuff on it. It's going to be a cool stuff it's bagel. It's going to be a cool stuff bagel. You like you like row? You, you like gold in your bagel? We'll get row and gold. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that's that's my guess. A um, uh, sort of a pauper uh, trying to become a prince um, through ill-gotten gains. Sure. Well, Quinn, uh, you mm, kind of got this the polar opposite wrong. <laughs> it's really yeah. So it's actually just like a rich boy. No, not quite. Okay. So, essentially, Sakamoto is the coolest person on the planet. And everyone wants, is either jealous of how cool he is. Right, right. They want to be the guy. They, they, re- or they love him. All the girls, they love him. Oh my god, so it's just about like a, a cool guy. Yeah, and, but, but the thing is, yeah. he's such a cool guy. He's so humble and cool. That even when people try to bring him down, and they do, because they're just like, no, this guy's too fucking cool. Yeah. He's just like, it's all right. I'm Sakamoto. I'm Sakamoto. It's cool. Uh, 
in this, the first episode, uh, he's got these bullies that are trying to pick him out, pick on him, put him down. How old is he, by the way? Like, well, he had... looks to be, um, but like, yeah. So there's this thing that happens in anime. Um, yeah, the age I'm... of anyone is always like, well, they could be forty or they could be sixteen. Yeah, he's definitely in high yeah. school. But oh yeah, certainly a high schooler. But he looks like he's thirty. He looks like a thirty-year-old man. Like he's after he does whatever he's doing with that tissue and seaweed paper. I guess. Yeah. Um. He's gonna like go do his taxes. So there's some bullies here that try to that plot at recess. I guess uh, they do this whilst passing a volleyball back and forth. This volleyball scene that happens a couple times throughout the episode is the funniest shit. It's just sitting there and they're plotting how they're going to take this guy down. Uh-huh. And just passing volleyballs back and forth. That's all that's happening. Just going, boop. Yeah, we're going to fuck this guy up. Boop. Just passing a volleyball gently. <laughs> yeah. Just And then all right. at the very end of it, uh, where they've come to kind of come to a conclusion, they drop it. And, it. and they're just like, they say nothing about it. And this is all kind of happening from a distance. It, Quinn, it is the best scene in like any anime That's... I have watched so far. I laughed so fucking hard <laughs> at this at these bullies and their volleyball game. Oh my god! So there's there's really nothing particularly special about this guy other than the fact that he is indeed Sakamoto. He is Sakamoto. He, he is. is very cool. He's, he's super cool. He just exudes like, cool, he's... and he does. Like, he just sort of is. He's the kind of cool that, like, he he just... That, like, everybody wishes they could be. Yeah. Just, just, like, they don't have to try to be anything other than what they are, which is cool as fucking ice. Yeah, exactly. Like, Smirnoff ice as a human. Perfect example. Uh, he comes in uh, to the classroom. The bullies have already gotten there before him. They've stolen his desk. What a... And it's just like, hi, you got no place to sick, Takamoto, what are you going to do? And he opens a window, breaks out his book, he's just like, I'll sit here. And the the wind lightly... Oh my god! Lightly twinges his hair, he's reading his book, (laughs) and everyone's just like, oh, you're so goddamn cool. It's like... (laughs) Oh my god! That's so fucking cool! That is so goddamn cool! Yeah, alright. And another time... Someone steals his chair. He like gets up, answers a question, and yeah. gets it right, of course. Yeah, because he sits, he's so cool and goes smart. Goes sit and back funny. down. Someone has stolen his chair. He just basically does a squat and just keeps squatting. Doesn't phase him. I've done that before, and I guarantee you, it does not look as cool as that show made it look. <laughs> they made it look really cool. Yeah, no. When I did it, the person who stole my chair was just like, "You're a fucking idiot," <laughs> and didn't give me my chair back. this this show sounds like every it's like the exact high school experience everyone wants where they just roll in and they're like yeah let me just adjust my glasses neatly and oh I'm also super dashing and handsome and uh, well liked and respected by most people here's the thing I wanted to bring up about his glasses yeah so take a look at this picture here his glasses Rims all the way around. Yes. Now, take a look at this picture here. Rims, not on the top. Why? 
No reason! He takes his glasses on and off, and sometimes, sometimes when they're on, his... there's no upper rim. When they're off, the rims are all the way around. Why? 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 He's got transforming glasses. Why? This is, here's, this okay. is the most. So this, so here's, here's the secret. Here's the secret. Here's how you can tell that this show is completely a lie. Yeah. They have hidden clues throughout it that this show could never exist. There is no one like this. You will never have this life. This is a secret dream of of a world by a boy who has transforming glasses and no one can touch him and he is impeccable. And the, the whatever animation studio put this fucking show together was like, listen, we're gonna in we're gonna deep deep inception these people. They're gonna be like, oh my god, I super want to be like Sakamoto. But little do they know, we created the character as just a farce because no one exists like that and you'll never be like that, <laughs> Quinn. You fuck. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> well, Quinn, uh, I think now's as good a time as any to go move on to the next uh, show. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, this one has uh, made you have some feelings, so we're gonna move on. Yeah. Uh, I think we're gonna go to this one next, and I, I'm gonna start sort of literally littering these. Uh, as teasers for our live stream that we are planning. Ooh. So, so Quinn and I are planning a live stream. We're gonna do it. Uh, this is a thing that is going to happen. Uh, we're still deciding on a date. I think I know what's gonna happen. We're planning on doing it in February. February, um, the late late February. Late February. Uh, um, we're looking at the twenty fifth right now. Yeah, uh, I gotta. We're gonna see if to that's. Later. We're gonna see if that's gonna work or not. It's gonna be on a weekend. Uh, and Quinn and I's plan here is we are going to watch <laughs> let's let's not spoil it not let's not spoil it we're gonna we're going to watch 24 hours straight of one of one show. intellectual property yes yeah. um, and we're going to there are gonna be rules that we're working up as we speak um, but I guess here's a clue about what it could be. Um, and the name of this next show that we're gonna do, and we're gonna be doing uh, things like this up until that point. Um, the show is called Future Card Buddy Fight. Future Card Buddy Fight. Future. <laughs> That's a, okay, that so. So here's the problem, is that my <laughs> guess would be the thing. <laughs> well, so what is that, exactly? Um, future card buddy fight. Uh, I just... You've pit, you put me in a hole here, Bob, because you know what I want to say. Do, do I? You do. I'm going to say this does not have to do with the show that is our... Yeah, uh, no. This is a different show. This, this, this is, show. It, is, it is a different show, but here's the thing, is that by the name... That's how you could explain the plot of this particular show. Um, so, future, I'm gonna, hang on, I have to get on a different brain train. I have to take a different exit a, at a the Galaxy Railway. Yeah, yeah. Definitely yep. Yes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a callback to an earlier episode, last week's Last episode. episode. Um, when so, Quinn was a robot. When I was a robot. I was a robot? I was in jail. You were in jail. You were a jail-bound robot. 
Your voice sounded like a robot. Through. Oh, I didn't know that bit. That's well, it, it sounds, well, it sounds well, like you're on a phone. Well, because we were on a phone because I was in prison. Uh, cut all that shit out. So, uh, fu- <laughs> Future Card Buddy Fight. Future Card Buddy Fight is about... <clears throat> Can I sweeten the deal here for you? Because there's the first season, which is just called Future Card Buddy Fight, the third season. Uh-huh. Adds a little something-something to it. Uh-huh. Can I get the something-something? I could use some seasoning for this steak. You want a little bit of seasoning? I want a little bit of seasoning. Uh, the, the third season of this is called Future Card Buddy Fight Triple D. Triple D. Triple D? Yes. <laughs> Diners, drive-ins, and dives? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Fuck it. I got a show. So Guy Fieri, fucking, um, um, oh, what's that really muscular British dude who does Restaurant Impossible? Bobby Flay. Uh, uh, fucking, uh, the Barefoot Contessa. What's her name? I don't know who the Barefoot Contessa is. You know the Barefoot Contessa. I do not. All right. Uh, uh, Giada. Okay. (laughs) The Food Network cast of, of, uh, of specialty uh, celebrity chefs uh-huh. engage in card fights. <laughs> and in the first two seasons, it's, it focuses mostly on like Bobby Flay and uh, Giada, um, and like the barefoot Contessa is like in the background lurking for like season one, right? <laughs> season two, she comes out strong, and like it's just like these people, these Food Network stars fighting. With card games, uh huh. But not like, not like. Um, or is uh, it food, food inspired card games? No, it's like competitive solitaire and shit. <laughs> okay. Um, which is dumb and stupid. But they're Food Network stars and they have no personality, um, whatsoever, um, except for um, one majestic boy, uh, guy, guy fairy. Um, yeah. Uh, known by his stage name is Guy Fieri. 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 Uh, which he is the star. He is like the the ringleader of season three. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. What's the name of the show again? Future Card Buddy Fight. Future Card Buddy Fight 3D Diners, Drivers, and Dives. <laughs> season three. Fieri goes on a cross-country road trip to fight other celebrity chefs in competitive card games like professional poker, (laughs) the kind of sport that walking pair of sunglasses would play. Oh, man, Quinn, you've created something, I think, that the world needs right now. Oh, fuck. All right. End of season three, right? Yeah. So Fieri has been blazing a war path across the continental United States, going to every... Eating burgers. Eating burgers. And slurping grease, mixing up that donkey sauce, motherfucker. And beating people at hearts. Beating people at hearts (laughs) and gin rummy. He makes it from uh, fucking whatever part of the hellscape that is California that that particular potato chip yeah. of a person is from. He makes it to Maine uh-huh. because he had a prophetic dream that was like, go to the top of a lighthouse. 
The final challenger will wait you there. So fucking Guy Fieri, he's wearing a shirt with flames on it, obviously. Of course, yes, 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 yes. yes His yes. pants also look like a Cadillac. Yeah, he's, all of that. All so of he's that sprinting exactly. up. He's sprinting up this lighthouse Yeah. because he sees a figure at the top and he's like, the final challenger awaits. And so he, he goes, he's got his... He's got like a 52 card deck and he's got a pinnacle deck and then he busts into the the room at the top of the lighthouse yeah. and who is standing there? Oh man, who is it? I need to know. It's fucking Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay just turns and looks at him and says, "Damn." End of that fucking season. It's so good. Very high reviews on Crunchyroll. Uh, yeah, uh, perfect it sounds, ten. It sounds amazing. Uh, oh man, it's not what this show is. Yeah, but yeah, obviously not. But man, but fuck, wouldn't you watch it? I would watch the hell out of that show. That'd be cool as hell. I would love it. All right, so um, I almost don't even want to know what this dumb piece of shit is. No, All right, just the thing, Quinn. That's the name of the game. This is the one uh, where. So we're going to take a quick break here, listeners. And Quinn and I are going to watch the first five minutes of the first episode of Future Card Buddy Fight. Okay. All right. And then we're going to come right back. So hold tight right there. All right. We we are recording in. Okay. All right. So we watched uh, the opening. <laughs> we, we watched the opening of Future Card Buddy Fight. That's the best way I can think to... To describe this show. Um, uh, and some uh, war Greymon-looking motherfucker was talking with his dad about unconventional humans. And then the fucking theme song, theme song kicks in. Rocker. That one. <laughs> I mean, listen. If I'm, if I'm making, like, a going-to-fuck playlist, <laughs> that song is going to be near the beginning of it. Uh, oh, man. Because that... Whoo! Uh, they use the word buddy. They use it a lot. And future card. Yeah, they use both of those words a whole bunch. Uh, frequently. Um, but it turns out the main character is just essentially Boy Fietti. Yo, he is exactly Boy Fietti. He looks... He just, he's just a Boy Fietti. Uh, so he's I'm counting kind of... that as a success. Yeah. I guessed it right. I, I would. Um, so it's Boy Fietti and War Greymon um, fighting other Digimon. Yeah. Um, because With I cards. also saw a f another motherfucker who looked like a goddamn Digimon. <laughs> All of these things look like Digimon. So they're basically, uh, it's it's Digimon but card-based. A little bit. I'm going to say yeah. It looks like Digimon with cards. Um, and, oh man, here's what gets better. Here's what my favorite part, which we didn't get to. Yeah. Um, they come, like, these buddies... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They come from different realities. Yeah, different planes of existence. These different planes of existence have different names. There's the yeah. Dragon Realm, where War Greymon Man comes from. Yeah. There's the Magic Realm. And then there's the Danger Realm. Uh, excuse me? There's the Danger Who Realm? Comes from the Danger Realm? I didn't get to see that, but there was but Dragon they... and Magic and Danger. <laughs> That's... Yeah, it is a Cadillac. Like... <laughs> It's like, just like a souped-up car with no seatbelts and suicide doors <laughs> and just, like, 
you're like, hey, what's the MPG on you, buddy card, uh, future f- card fight, uh, Cadillac from the Danger Realm? It's like, miles per gallons for bitches. It's more like feet per gigagallon. I'm, <laughs> yeah. It's, da- it's dangerous because it's bad for the environment. Oh, yeah. That's your, you got it. Call your senators, folks. Let them know. That people have future cards that let them summon demon Cadillacs that eat all the gasoline. Oh, man. Okay. Just, this show's a ride. That seemed like a fucking trip and a half. <laughs> Just a whirlwind of a time. Man. All right. Okay. Okay. Hook okay. it up. Hook it up. Whew, man. All right. <sighs> Give me that next heat. The next heat. All right. I think I know what we're going to end with. And we're going to go out with bang. So. Bang drink? Mmm. Haven't, not this week. Not this week. It's coming. Don't you we worry. We already talked about it. We, we did a, we, listen, if we couldn't redo all the things we did in our winter preview, we're, we're going to run out of anime. Because we did like fucking 15 things. We did so many goddamn things that episode. I was so proud of us. Um, we went for, we, we had, we had stamina that one. We really did. No, we're gonna we're gonna revisit some bang dream. But anyway. Okay, anyhow. <sighs> Quinn, I want you to tell me what Chain Chronicle. The light of I'm gonna see if I can say this right. Mm, I cannot. The light of Hesiatus. 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 Chain Chronicle. Colon. Chain Chronicle colon the light of Hesiodius. I think Bob's having a stroke. Can I see the title, please? Because <laughs> I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it's all ch- called Chain Chronicle, the light of a word Ch- I can't pronounce. Uh. Okay, I get it. Why? Chain Chronicle, the light of hate. <laughs> 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 the light of what is it, Quinn? The light of what? Hey, hey, see, Hecatus, Hecataosis, Hecataosis, Hasi. Okay, Hec- wait, no, bring it back, bring it back. Okay, no, because sure. I need this for. Okay, so Chain Chronicle. Chain Chronicle, yes. Got that. That's easy. The Light of. The Light of. <laughs> hey. Say. Hey, Satus. Sure. Hey, Satus. Sounds great. Chain Chronicle. It? The Light of Hey, Satus. Sure. We're going to go with that. The Light of Hesatis. Chain Chronicle, The Light of Hesatis. So, um, here is the plot. Okay, great. We've said the name of it about a thousand times-ish. So, now, what is it? There is a necklace repair store. <laughs> okay. Um, run by <laughs> a... Young man. 
It's, it's not funny yet. This is the show. This is the show. Chain yeah, yeah. Chronicle, The yeah. Light of Hesetus. Yeah. Uh, uh, a young man whose name is uh, Generic Protag um, oh, runs a jewelry, uh, jewelry cleaning shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 Chain Chronicle is actually like the main series. And in this main series, uh, protagonist uh, is brought different jewelry from different places by different people, and he repairs them. And uh, it's like it, when it's like, oh, he just repairs jewelry. No, all jewelry is magic. All the jewelry he gets is magic, and it pulls him into different realms and different adventures. And he has like these very fantastical times in maybe ten tens of hundreds of years ago, which would be thousands. So like, well, it's fantasy time yeah, frame. Yeah, so like, yeah, there's no yeah, telling how yeah. the, how so, it works. So he's 20 like XX. Yeah, it takes place in twenty XDX. Um, so he's he's like, I'm gonna fix your jewelry. My name is protagonist, and people are like, Yes, I have an amulet you can observe. And so they bring him like this amulet, and then he's like, Yeah, it, the, yeah, I can fix it. It's just the chain's broken. But then he fixes it, and then he travels back in time and solves a mystery and defeats an ancient evil. Um, and it's sort of like, it's not really like Monster of the Week, but it's more like Monster of the Every Few Episodes. Right. He so, takes some time yeah, in he each takes, of his yeah, but magical his, adventures. His excursions uh, <coughs> usually only last like 10 to 15 minutes in the in his regular timeline like when he's done fixing the necklace he's like oh my gosh i had because the it's not that the necklace is broken it's that something in history in the past is uh demon affected and he defeats the demon and then he comes back to his own timeline in his own body and uh the necklace is fixed and that's like chain chronicle because it's mostly just like oh the chain of this necklace is broken no there's a demon in the past that you have to defeat so uh, Chain Chronicle, The Light of Hesetus, which is how we decided that word's pronounced. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a good pronunciation. <clears throat> so, uh, he's brought another necklace by this witch. Um, sure. you can tell they're a witch because they're wearing a hood and a long nose and they cackle. Um, and they've he- got a poisoned apple that they keep offering him. He's like, no, no, thank he- you. Yeah, because they keep saying this apple is poisoned and protagonist is like, no, I'm no. really okay. Yeah, no thank you. Yeah. No thank you. Um, so this is this is actually, like, it's not a show that you've brought me today. It's more like a, a movie. Okay. It's yeah. a movie. Um, so uh, Chain Chronicle of Light of Hesetus, uh, which, who we are pretty sure is the same person who brings in the demon necklace every same every same time. Witch. It's like the same. She's, she's got a lot of jewelry. She's got a lot of jewelry. And, she's, and she's a witch, so it's all magic. She, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm with you. we're like, okay, yeah, she needs him to go defeat whatever fucking demon is in this thing. So he starts working on it. He gets transported to just, it's just the darkest place. Mm-hmm. It's like, have you ever seen, um, God, what was that movie with that? I think it was Inferno. There's like a volcano that erupts and it's like the ash cloud, like everything's dark. So that's basically the whole world. So he travels back or across planes to a place where there is no sun. Everything's dark in this necklace that he, you know, has is the only light is 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 the light of Hesetas, who is the hero of this plane. 
and he's gotta he's gotta fix it. He's gotta fix the necklace, defeat the evil, get the necklace to Hesatus, who is the hero yeah. of this timeline. Yeah, he turns sort of out like... turns out turns out it's his dad. <gasps> La Gasp. Oh man. Well, Quinn, uh, you can get right, but I'm gonna give you points here for just this sounds like the most anime shit. Yeah, no, that's like, I just, I freestyled that off the dome. That could and should be an be anime. A, be an anime. Yeah. I mean, that... I mean, I'm going to say a you, solid, like, 80% of my creative output should be turned into anime. But, like, that... But that, that one? That one, I mean... Yeah. Draw me up some uh, cute anime boys. You got a, You got yourself a hit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And trust me, the boys would have been very cute. It, that is important. Um, you also got to, you know... Like, fashionable boys yeah. traveling, like... He's got, like, a companion, too. Let's not get into it, because I'm going to yeah. get mad about this one the same way I got mad about ReZero, girlish number. Sure. All right, uh, so here's the thing about this one. I yeah. watched the first episode of this television program. Yeah. And it seemed to me to start at the end of a television program. They've got a whole, like, Lord of the Rings style, everyone coming together to fight Sauron battle currently underway. Like, everyone is in the middle of fighting a battle. That I, that I find that happens a lot. Uh, that happens a lot, from what I remember of anime. Is they're that... they're about to beat the boss man. Yeah. Then they do not decidedly do not beat the boss man. Yeah. Then the boss man is like, "Let me show you how people are beaten." Yeah. And then beats them all. And this is not like uh, where this does happen a lot in anime. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sort of in media rest they lose kind of thing. Uh, so I get that. But, like, they were introducing characters like crazy. There's about... Just, just like, a bunch of people. That, and they're all, like, really overdeveloped. And I feel like I should know all of these people the way that they're presenting them. I have no, I have no idea what's going on. There's a thousand people. They've got a whole world they haven't explained. And they're just in this fight. And it goes on. This is only, like, maybe five minutes, the opening Mm-hmm. This goes on for over half the episode. Is the end of I guess something? And wait, did you watch the second episode? No. This is the first wait, episode. Is this a part? Because my idea. So here is what clued me into change... what, what I did wrong. Yeah. This is produced by Sega. Wait. So I'm pretty sure wait. there's a video game I didn't play. That I didn't know I was supposed to play before I began watching this animated television pro. Come here, computer. Why don't you look at that? That looks a lot like a Final Fantasy kind of a deal, doodad. And I can only assume the game is basically Final Fantasy. Yeah, it looks pretty Final Fantasy. It also looks very Fire Emblem esque. Now, listen, these characters, they've got a large group of characters, Roman. This fantasy battlefield is... It looks fine. It looks like it's fire. Okay. Hey. Who did you find? Hey. I don't know any characters' names. They got so, mana and shit. So I just hit... I just hit... I just hit the back button on your Google search engine. Yeah. Chain Chronicle is a tower defense role-playing game. <laughs> it was released in uh, 2013 for iOS and Android. 
and PlayStation Vita. Yeah, so there's some shit I did not know about when yeah, I was watching no, this. It spawned in OVA. There was a lot of characters that I did not know, and I thought that I was going into the first of this thing, but this, I mean, it's... They lose. The bad guy, like, crushes this person in his hand. It's horrifying. It was terrifying. I was like, I don't know who this pixie person is, but she just got killed. But she gets smushed. She's dead. Whoa, this game sounds pretty neat. Yeah, um, This was a video game advertisement. Yeah, this is this is a video game advertisement, um, which then they, they then turned into a manga and then an anime. And That's kind of how that goes most yeah. of the time. Wow, way to go, way to go, Sega! Hey, Sega, knocked it out of the park on that one. So I'm gonna say, like, no one's gonna make fucking OCs for this and make them have sex on DeviantArt. <laughs> like, but but you made a profitable fucking intellectual property. Way to go, Sega! Like, I'm proud of Sega. There's not like an anthropomorphic like animal creature that can have big old tits anywhere near this. There are definitely characters that are not anthropomorphized, but certainly the tickled biddies are there. Well, that's... I'm more okay with that than I am There are people. With, yeah, they are human, or... There's ogre people? They look like people, though. They have horns. Okay. I think... Well, Sega, you're towing a line here. <laughs> you know what you did, Sega. <laughs> you know what you, you You fucking know what you did. All right. I can't Google Sonic the Hedgehog anymore. I'm on a watch list. Oh, Quinn, I have a, I have a fun game to show you after this. Uh, mm. involves, uh, it involves hedgehogs. Um, no. Okay. Well, um, are you ready for the end of the show? Yeah, let's do it. All right. And by the end of the show, I mean the very last one of these, and then we'll go to the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, I love it so much. The name of this animated television program from Japan is called Cute High Earth Defense Club Love. Cute High Earth Defense Club Love. Cute High Defense Earth Club Love. I think Bob is having a stroke. Cute High Earth Defense Club Love. Cute. Cute High, high Earth. Wait. Cute High Earth, Earth Defense, Defense Club Love. <laughs> Wait, fuck. What? Hang on. One more time. Cute. Cute. High. Earth Defense Club. Love. Wait, there's. Wait, is there fucking punctuation? No. Oh, well, there is at the very end of it, there's an exclamation point. Oh, hell yeah. Cute High Earth Defense Club. Fuck. You got it. No, that's Cute High Earth Defense Club Love. Cute High Earth Defense Club Love. Yes. All right, now that we've said it about a thousand times. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I like, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, so, so. What so. could it be? Here's my idea for what it is. Sure. The Earth is under attack. <laughs> <laughs> like... There's some kind of alien invasion. I'm uh -huh. not saying it's giant bugs. Um, it might be octo people, uh, squidsmen, or jellies. But 
Papers of High School. <laughs> As there always is in these animated Japanese programs. And it's called Cute High, and all of the girls there are very... What that name of the school is, which is cute. Um, so, Cute High, full of cute girls. Cute girls form Earth Defense Club. At Cute High. So it's the Cute High Earth Defense Club. Yeah. And they fight these octopeople, squidsmen, jellies, giant bugs. Um, and it's um, so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is the best name. Uh, because, like, I'm imagining so many things happening. Like, the first episode is, like, these girls, like, they're at high school. It's an all-girls school. And they're like, I'm sick and tired of these aliens coming down and trying to uh, offend our Earth. Let's defend it in a club. Let's go. So, uh, then they, like, they gather girls to, like, join their club. And there's, like, the studious one. And there's, like, the one that's incredibly popular. And then there's the one that's just, like, seven feet tall. And then there's the one that's, like, just really mousy and, like, doesn't say much. But, like, it turns out she's really good at fucking explosions. Like... It's great. And so all of these girls get together and they're like, let's make a fucking Earth Defense Club and defend the Earth against these extraterrestrial threats, which are, I'm not saying they're giant bugs, but part of me is screaming <laughs> giant bugs, mostly because the word octopeople and squidsmen and also yeah. jellies. Mm. I don't love any of those. I don't love those ideas. There's like just the something. Bugs. There's something about giant bugs that's easy to hate, and I just want to watch schoolgirls blow up insects. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I get it. Yeah, that like it satisfies a part of you that you didn't know hungered. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the show. Is this cute high Earth Defense Club? Um, <laughs> love. Uh, yeah. They just threw that word in there. I don't have, I don't have a qualifier for that one. Maybe two of them fall in love, but like you don't need that. Like you can just, this show is good on the basis of friendship alone. So you know how in most magical girl things, right? Yeah. There's always some kind of familiar. We talk, we've already brought this up. Yes. Yeah. No. We not brought up the familiar. We've, we've not brought up brought up the concept of the familiar. I think I think maybe we've done it off air. But oh, maybe so, we did. so we're talking about the cat from Sailor Moon. Exactly. We're talking about uh, the, the, you know, first other thing, thing from the other one. First we're, thing I want to show you. We're talking about the bowl of spaghetti from uh, Abuela Maggie Madoka Magica. <laughs> Can't we hear the, how that works out? <laughs> oh, trust me. Remember, remember. Spoiler alert: the spaghetti. Yeah, that's it. That's what happens in the next episode. Anyhow, here's so, our familiar. Wait. Uh, wait, which one is it? Oh, it's the pink one. It's a koala. No, Quinn, it's not a koala. Is it a capybara? No, you're close. It's a wombat. Oh, hell yeah. It's a pink oh, wombat. Oh, hell yeah. It's kind of like a care wombat, as you can see. Yeah, fuck uh, right. It's got a, uh, it's got a, it's got a heart It's on got him. a big old heart on its side. That's, In yeah. addition to being a care wombat. Yeah. 
One, you got it wrong. It's not Magical Girls, although we did say that the concept of Magical Girls can is a, is a cross-gender thing. These are Magical Boys, though. Oh, these are Magical Girl Boys. Yes. Uh, I do want to let you know the thing they say when they transform, because uh, it's the only thing that I really took away, because I was watching this really late and it made me fall asleep. But it didn't make me fall asleep. But yeah, really but tired. it was just, that was a uh, side effect of... Uh, of being awake as long as I was. Um... The thing they say when they transform is, make love! They say make love to transform. That is what they do to do their magical girl boy transformations. Magical girl boy. Just, let's make love. They make love and transform. They, hey, so there was a picture on the previous search page of a green hedgehog. What up with that? I don't know that I could explain that. It was not in the first episode. Sick. Okay. So, um... So it's... Sailor Boys. Sailor Boys. <laughs> Sailor Moon Boys edition with a wombat. Yeah, with and they are fighting outer space invaders. Yeah. Who, in sort of a Sailor Moon fashion, they sort of uh, infect other people. Gotcha. So it's more body snatcher... This sounds, than it well, okay, is giant uh, bug. Let me see if I can find maybe the first villain they fight. They yeah. turned this boy yeah. into like a noodle. The spaghetti. <laughs> uh, what is what is? I can't. It's like some sort of Japanese thing. I saw him on this but wombat there's... page. This. <laughs> yeah, they, this is I the s- first thing they fight. It's like a noodle. It's like an anthropomorphic noodle man. Or churro. <laughs> I love it. It's either a noodle or a churro. We cannot discern at this fucking moment. He's definitely sad. Yeah, he's definitely not happy. He's like, you got a problem with me, huh? Uh, another thing about this wombat, uh, he's from outer space. Okay, so... He talks. Okay, wow. He talks. Here's the most sort of gross and crazy thing about him. Uh-huh. Uh, their teacher falls down the stairs because it sees this pink wombat that's talking. Uh-huh. Falls down the stairs. Dies. But, here's the thing, the wombat then sort of mind controls this man. and This uh, dead man. This dead man and makes him walk and talk when he's in Hold the Wombat. So the wombat can sort of blend in with society. <laughs> Even though he's being held and controlled by a man who has died by falling down the stairs. This thing that happened. <laughs> that they went into detail into explaining. I, I, uh, and sort of joke oh about. Oh my god. And sort of joke about. The Earth Defense Club. Because, well, here's the thing with Earth Defense Club. They needed a faculty advisor. Because they are a school-sanctioned club? Yes. That makes the darkest form of sense. (laughs) Okay, well, I have learned so much. Dark secrets about pink wombats. About pink wombats. I'm never going to trust a fucking wombat for as long as I live. Especially not with the pink? Oh, certainly. And talking. If it... And says it's from outer space. If it's like, I'm an outer space wombat. Let me give you a soup to wear. Yeah. Fight off some noodles. Here's how you transform. You say, make love. <laughs> you, you 
tell them to make love. You talk, talk about, talk about making love with your friends. You and your friends make love. You and your boys. <laughs> yes, you and your boys. I make love. Right I'm now. disturbed. I'm afraid. Like at first, I was like, "Oh, fuck yeah, these boys, way to go, defend the earth, club." No, now I'm like, "Get that wombat away from those boys." <laughs> Get that wombat away. Um, oh, man. Well, we ended on a sour note. I tried to go out with a bang. Yeah, but and then I I let you in on the d- wombat star. The, the the dark secret of the wombat of the wombat man. Um, not a man. He's a wombat. Mm. Fair. Um, anyhow, uh, last week you failed to come up with yeah a yeah a, I did uh, a bad I did a very bad job. You failed to think of something for us to go out with. Yeah. Um. So you have to do it again. Because you failed. And it's time to pay the bean man. Exactly. Uh, the bean man is calling, and he's got my name on a receipt that says I own the I owe I owe him the bean bills. Uh, so I'm gonna pull out my little my stash of secrets. Let me just let me just just really quick. Hang on, just really quick. Let me just let me flick through my. That's not good for it. Yeah, let me, hey, just give me a second. God damn it. And uh, here we are. Okay, yeah. Hang on. It's the paper. Um, yeah. Um, as always, ending on uh, our, our classic finishing line that we always say. We always use um, forever. Every time. Um, don't Fucking look at me, Wombat. That's all I got. <laughs>